Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health Liquid Extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and we're talking about the shoulder, specifically an entity called frozen shoulder, which is very prevalent, affects a lot of folks, uh, young, middle-aged, and old. And can be quite debilitating. We're talking to Dr. Arkady Lipnitsky. He's a movement specialist and expert in treating chronic conditions uh, here in New York City at a place called Rebalance NYC. they got a website at rebalancenyc.com. And um, Dr. Lipnitsky, uh, so let's talk, Hello, start yes. with Arkady. Let's start with... Um, you, what happens when you go to a, like a conventional doctor for this? It's like sports medicine doctor. What do they do? They I think we, a- we discussed quite a bit of primary frozen shoulder. I think we should just say a few words about secondary frozen shoulder. Okay. Uh, because there's other people that get uh, this condition uh, or something similar to this condition. Secondary frozen shoulder, it's meaning secondary to something else. Okay. It can be second to breast cancer. It can be secondary to... Why, why breast cancer? Because there's a pulling after the surgery, or uh, and also lymphatic radiation treatments, well, radiation treatment, as right. well as the uh, removal of lymph nodes. Okay, which will limit the some circulation as well. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know that yeah. fractures. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, and so I've keeping had something I immobilized. Had a, I had a broken shoulder, and it's no picnic, but it got better. Right. So, and that's something that gets better as soon as you start moving. Mm-hmm. So the the scarring the or therapy. immobility that you get developed as a second you know, as a secondary reaction to um, to a fracture, for example, is is normal because any joint requires lubrication. Uh, it's a mechanical part of our body, and the lubrication comes from movement. You know, if we don't move, we don't develop uh, hyaluronic acid and and other lubricating solutions within a joint capsule. So by not moving the joint and having it in a cast or immobilized for an extended period of time, it's expected for that capsule to be tight. It's expected the capsule to be dried. And uh, it's, but again, it's not a, it's not an inflammatory condition that gets stimulated by something completely different. By your hormonal problems or your autoimmune problems. And that's what kind of the, the root of the difficulty behind the frozen shoulder because as soon as if you don't target the root of the problem if you don't get to the cause the true cause as soon as you fix one frozen shoulder somebody comes back with a second frozen shoulder so it's not one size fits all you have to individualize the treatment absolutely but but uh, so is the diagnostic procedures Mm -hmm. 
So going back to your original question, what do we do? Um, what, what, it, what I mean to say is, is how might your approach differ from the approach of that's conventional? Because to me, uh, I, you get a frozen shoulder, they say, well, you get a frozen shoulder, go for physical therapy, right? Correct. Regular, or, or maybe they give you a steroid shot. Is that something that's... That's done? probably one of the first things the, uh, you will expect from an, an orthopedic I want a uh, shot specialist. Because it's, it's, it, it has the aura of being very effective. You know, it's like, get rid of the inflammation, fix it, you know, right away. Correct. We are associating any inflamed joint with acute inflammatory process mm-hmm. that theoretically should be treated by a fast-acting, strong anti-inflammatory agent like corticosteroid. Mm-hmm. Whether it's oral or injectable mm-hmm. form, probably injectable works better on the spot. Mm-hmm. But there's a problem. Oh. Uh, the problem that uh, if it's an inflammatory condition that caused by an injury, a sprain, a strain, or, 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 or even, or even post, uh, fracture, uh, frozen shoulder, and you start moving things and, you know, starts, you know, little things start tearing apart. The cortical steroid will give you a very fast, very short lasting, but fast relief of inflammation, probably pain as well. The problem that was the primary frozen shoulders, because we, like I said before, we have a strong linkage to an autoimmune or uh, hormonal imbalance. We introduce new foreign hormone into the body that's already very uh, disturbed by a hormonal imbalance. So you can only imagine that nothing great can come up. Is it, is it true that too many shots will weaken the, the, the tissue there? And well, we have it? a protein bond, which bonds together the muscles and tendons and ligaments. And one of the actions of corticosteroid actually eats away the protein okay. bond. That's, by the way, if you're ever seeing an unsuccessful injection gets under the skin, we see almost like an indentation, like like an indentation yeah. and discoloration. Ooh. So it's it's that's exactly what happens. It mm-hmm. just eats away that piece of. Uh, I, I sometimes refer to this, or lately I've been referring to this as the Kevin Durant syndrome. If you follow uh, basketball, uh, Kevin Durant was in the NBA Finals. He's mm-hmm. playing for Golden State, and he had an injury, and it was like, oh my God, you know, our star player, one of our star players, is out. So they they tanked him up with painkillers and they gave him some steroid injections and they sent him back out and it was like great he's like back out is like heroic and he played like his played a brilliant uh, couple of quarters and then he came down hard on a rebound and he ruptured his Achilles tendon completely because he he was oblivious to the pain he should have obeyed the signals of the pain it doesn't it's kind of like it's almost cruel and unusual punishments like taking a prize you know, thoroughbred tanking up on medications and sending them out to race. And for professionals, it might be okay. For the, he knew what he's risking. Right, right. But for common folks, I don't think the risk really calls for this. Yeah. Now, I want to go back to the difference, and the difference should be really in a completely different diagnostic workup. Because not getting to the bottom of the problem will only prolong the problem or a person will come back with uh, the opposite frozen shoulder. Or even if it's not frozen shoulder, they're going to have something else brewing inside their bodies because it's a general condition that has nothing to do with really shoulder. Shoulder is just an uh, aftershock, a side effect. Uh, the, the problem, you know, the problem is 
And we often, often depict early diabetic changes, often thyroid changes that people had no knowledge about. Mm -hmm. And I think and they, But they say, long -term, I'm, not, I'm not here for that. I'm here for my shoulder. Just leave me alone. I don't want to know about that. Well, some of them do. But once they really understand that uh, you just save them from years of, of, you know, problems with something else and uh, dealing with other issues, then they, I think they appreciate it in that sense. No, uh, but but understanding and you know that you know from from what you do and I, I love what you do in uh, with with people with special early changes and in, in hormonal uh, changes and diabetes and, and thyroid, we can actually reverse a lot of these problems by by changing what they eat and and uh, what they don't eat, and then supplementing them the right way to reverse a lot of these early conditions. So not doing this is also uh, injustice to, to a patient. So, but doing it at the same time, you actually stopping the inflammatory process from uh, from its base, which is long term has a completely different uh, weight of benefits. Uh, now, yes, uh, traditional physical therapy uh, often uh, has some good results and uh, when I say traditional is all about mobility you know the traditional physical therapy calls for restoring uh, range of motion working through the pain to uh, to gain that flexibility and uh, maybe tearing some scar tissue and uh, giving a supportive exercises to retrain some of the muscles that are inactive or muscles that are compensating uh, so there's homework. There's a lot of homework. Okay. With either program, there's a lot of homework. So it's, it's you, they can't just come in and say, "Fix me, doc. I want it. You know, I want a quick fix." I mean, you can. You you, you were able to do it for that woman who uh, got her relief in ten days, but she's going to have. There's going to be some take home assignments for her, right? In in any, no matter how fast they progress, there's always going to be a longer term homework to do. There's not a miracle. They, they don't come with a magic wand to your office and you don't have one either. Uh, we have a program that targets every scenario that your shoulder might be uh, going through from your uh, base uh, problem, which can be autoimmune or hormonal or uh, uh, something else causing inflammation to inactivity of the muscles, to hyperactivity or overactivity of the muscles, to scar tissue and uh, fibrosis, meaning scarring of the capsule itself, to deep trigger points, and so on and so forth. So, uh, again, from my experience, the people that do not have significant benefits with different treatments that they tried and, and went through. Uh, the explanation is very simple. They did not follow a program. They did not follow a protocol that will target multiple problems that the shoulder goes through and multiple reasons why those problems occurring. Part of your program is based on something called trigenics, which is, I guess is, a, is a term that you coined 
or no 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 it's it's a actually very effective or very well known at this point technique oh, it's, it's a paradigm that it's a technique okay uh trigenics was developed by uh, a physician in Canada who been dealing with a uh, particular frozen shoulder as well but uh, some other conditions as well and he found a very interesting way to and you know coming from a manual therapy background myself uh we didn't mention it but uh, i have a, a background as a chiropractor before that i was a massage therapist after that i became a uh, diplomat in rehabilitation sport medicine and like you said uh my uh for many years been dealing with functional optimization of movement and performances now trigenics was fascinating to me to learn because of how quick and effective this particular manual therapy technique to disengage or almost shut down the hyperactive muscle that muscle that overpowers everything else and on the other side reengage or almost like turn on like with a little key turn on the muscles that are not working and are disengaged and i'm very surprised to learn that the very very few physicians and yes it's 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 hard manual treatment it's uh, you know, on a physician it's it's not easy but very few physicians practice it for now and uh, i find it's, it's hands on yep. it's it's not massage and it's not stretches it's something completely different uh it's not easy it's not easy to learn but once you learn and practice it becomes kind of second nature extremely extremely effective not only for frozen shoulder but in particular frozen shoulder but also for chronic conditions any chronic conditions entrapment syndromes runners knees uh some uh, uh, tendonitis of achilles that you you, you described earlier uh reformer syndromes and so on and so forth so that's a, a lot one. of that's the 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 uh, proverbial pain in the butt performance in yeah. correct <laughs> so yeah extremely effective technique again uh, practice by itself i don't think it has as a great effect as combining with other many other effective techniques uh that we put in the program but uh remobilizing the spine and and remobilizing uh, other joints around the shoulder extremely important uh i love shockwave and i i've been talking about shockwave and other podcasts with you as well uh extracorporeal shockwave is a great tool uh developed in germany about 10 years ago so uh originally to break kidney stones altogether mm -hmm. but now widely used throughout europe and now more and more in the united states what is it it's, for like, chronic, a, it's like a, a, a sonar it's almost no it's a pneumatic it's a pneumatic shock it's almost okay. like a jackhammer and a hand oh, handheld okay. jackhammer uh, it creates a destruction of scar tissue that wave of the shock creates the destruction of shock of the scar tissue almost like breaking disintegrating a okay. scar tissue okay. that can be developed in around any tendon or muscles or joint but especially Which restores the shoulder flow and so on that's exactly what it yeah. does the secondary effect of shock wave is the uh, regeneration of the cell Mm -hmm. especially blood vessels mm -hmm. so it starts regenerating by the way one of our colleagues here uses for for benign prostate hypertrophy oh yeah by, by regenerating the blood supply to a prostate wow very it's, innovative. it's extremely effective wow so that's it a can part of the body that i would not want a jackhammer to be applied to but i guess it's safe when you do it 
uh, or you, measured way. urologist in 20 years, <laughs> 30, almost 30 years experience does, right. I think it's pretty But safe. that's interesting because it could be that the prostate becomes fibrotic and there's poor circulation and that's a vicious cycle and it kind of, that's an interesting, I got to talk to that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Too. But that yeah. was very thrilled to the, learn that's that. That's another problem. It's, this is a complete segue, but chronic prostatitis is a real problem in medicine. It's a, one of those wastebasket areas where people just don't get better. But back to this, uh, to shoulders and joints. Uh, so shockwave therapy also, I notice, uh, you use needles sometimes for this. Try needling. But right. it's not acupuncture. It's different. Absolutely different. It's, it's an orthopedic technique. Mm-hmm. It's done primarily to uh, target a very deep trigger points. It's, that's what it's called, trigger points. I have a relative needling. in Belgium who's, who's uh, studying that. She's a, uh, she's a physical therapist. She's studying dry needling. It's getting popularity here in the United States more and more. Uh, in Europe, it's been popular for years. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, it was developed, I believe, in like 50s by orthopedic uh, physicians mm-hmm. uh, who did not want to inject uh, solutions like steroids into mm-hmm. the uh, scarring or fibrotic uh, area. Because but long-term destructive. Long-term, there's a price right. you pay for that. So they would use a mechanism of piercing the trigger point or scar tissue with the needle by breaking it as well as shutting down that hypertonicity or spasm of the muscle. Mm-hmm. So extremely very effective on a lot of conditions, tennis elbows and uh, and shoulders and knees and hips. But again, for the frozen shoulder, by attracting the second reaction to that the tri-needling is your body will often forget to fight uh, an inflammation or fight the condition when it got used to it. So chronicity mm. also carries inactivity. Okay. By introducing a foreign object like a needle into the problem area, you're also stimulating body's response and reaction into that area. Okay. So the blood supply starts coming in, mm-hmm. carrying a lot of anti-inflammatories and mm-hmm. you know pain chemicals and uh, whatever your body has to fight mm-hmm. the foreign mm-hmm. object. Mm-hmm. So you fool the body a little bit, but it works long-term, works really well. Uh, and yes, as a matter of fact, all the listed procedures, again, I think important because each one of them targets something different or in a different way. So by introducing them together simultaneously in a treatment protocol, I think you get significantly better results. You also use a couple of other things, according to your ebook, cold laser and iontophoresis. And I haven't heard that word in a long time. It means supplying substances with an electrical current to get them to be absorbed better. You know? uh, it's, it's an old uh, physical therapy technique that you yeah, use less and less now. That, but again, it's a very effective way to bring down the inflammation. Mm-hmm. You can uh, iontophorese pretty much any... What, what do you any, put into their natural compounds or medications? Well, and it's, and it's a choice of a physician. Uh, sometimes you want to put something, if it's freely inflamed, some anti-inflammatories, and it can be uh, some of uh, corticosteroids. I try to not to use them. Uh, but Do you like heal uh, remedies and things like but that? There, there are uh, uh, homeopathic uh, right. remedies, mm-hmm. like you just mentioned, the company Heal produces uh, mm-hmm. very good remedies. Arnica. Zeal, right. Zeal Tramil. Mm-hmm. So excellent products to bring down the inflammation, mm-hmm. especially on more but topical areas. When you use iodophoresis, it's better than just smearing it on the surface, you know, like... Uh, well, you, you actually use the current, like to, drive, to it drive it in. Yeah, that's cool. So again, 
we're not sure how deep it goes. We know it's not super deep. Right. But when you're trying to affect something more peripheral, like bursa, mm-hmm. or bursitis, often we, we get it. Or That's more inflamed, on the outside. So. Right. Or inflamed like ligaments that hold, mm-hmm. let's say, a shoulder blade to, against the collarbone. Mm-hmm. Right. So very effective, uh, simple, and, uh, and long-term not damaging. Um, so all this, and again, it's in the ebook. I think it's, it would be that, interesting you, you to read. You mentioned also another gadget that uses cold laser. Again, that's a European technique, popular in Europe, not so much over here, although some progressive practitioners are using cold lasers. Not burning. Obviously, I mean, we can use lasers to burn away things, but of this, course. Is, this is to stimulate blood flow again? To stimulate blood flow. Most of the techniques are done to either break down the scar tissue or stimulate blood flow. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, in terms of manual techniques, it's all about mm-hmm. re, uh, re-engaging the muscle into activity or shutting down the muscle from hyperactivity or, or too much activity. Uh, and uh, we always try to combine it with the uh, some anti-inflammatory agents that we can introduce to the body, whether it's through the IV, and we have uh, a lot of different uh, intravenous uh, drips that uh, we offer, uh, to bring down the inflammation or stimulate body's uh, natural reaction against the inflammation. And magnesium is helpful for spasms sometimes, too. And vitamin C is excellent for collagen formation. Right. There's, right. there's a whole cocktails that are that, that, right. uh, being mixed and, and introduced. Uh, and that's not done every single visit or, you know, that depends on, on the, you know, sometimes on blood work and sometimes on, on general patient's condition. And, of course, the nutritional changes and supplementation which absolutely See, essential that, that's what i do a lot but without the benefit of the biomechanical treatments that you offer which uh you know some of the things that you list in the ebook like uh buswellia okay anti-inflammatory uh uh and uh you know celery extract uh which um has anti-inflammatory properties so these are these are useful. You use uh, fish oil, curcumin, things like that, presumably as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, that, but you know, if you, I tell you, if you just and again with you, supplements, that's why I, I if think you just give those you know with a two person with frozen shoulder, they're not going to make a lot of progress. I mean, that's been my experience. Unfortunately, they need the, the mechanical, physical interventions to get better. Right. Well, supplements in this case is supportive uh, treatment. At the same time. We always rely on uh, your expertise and, and uh, you know some of the other colleagues that can address the underlying cause. And like I said before a couple of times, unless we get that under control, unless we change the dynamic of, of that person's uh, hormonal shift and uh, or autoimmune response to whatever is happening in the body we will not get too far because even if we get the reduction of pain and regaining of the movement, we're risking the fact that they're going to come back with the either opposition. We call this whack-a-mole syndrome. You know, you get like one thing and then another thing comes up. You know, Correct. <laughs> it's, if you don't want to get address underlying causes, that's now, more of There are more aggressive ways to address. And, uh, uh, and again, occasionally... Uh, Maybe because it was so successful was the, the program that we uh, offer, just regular program that we offer for frozen shoulder. 
uh, for us it's occasionally, but for other practitioners, then it's, it's normal to offer that, uh, for example, like MUA, manipulation and anesthesia. Oh, when okay. the, the person gets uh, uh, anesthetized, usually it's like propofol, uh, conscious sedation, so right? Be, they fall it's asleep. It's an adjustment that would be too painful to endure if you weren't under, under anesthesia. Right. It's it's not just an adjustment. It's it's a full retearing of the scar tissue mm-hmm. and full mobilization of the shoulder. And uh, honestly, first thing, uh, first time I ever did it. It's probably 15 years you ago. You were horrified. I was in, yes, I was in Texas uh, <laughs> taking the, the course specifically on manipulation and anesthesia. And the guy was like a guru in, in shoulders and knees. And with such an ease, he just yanked the shoulder. I thought he's going to rip it out of the shoulder. <laughs> and he said, oh, don't worry, don't worry. Everything that. So, yes, it's not done right. unless you completely diagnose that there's no tears. Right, last resort. And they're right. There's nothing that you can... Tear right. further, or you know, the, the 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 integrity of the muscles is absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. But yes, as a last resort, some people are very defensive, not letting you really get into it. Even though you, we utilize so many different so techniques, it's it's still. I, I, I want to close on a, on a on a note of hope for people with frozen shoulder because I think a lot of people suffer and it just gets worse and they're stuck, 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 stuck. What would you say is the success rate in terms of treating this if addressed? You know relatively soon well relatively soon can be uh within a month or can be within a year yeah because we have different stages and like first stage can yeah, last six to eight five, months ten years you know but with well a good news like i said it's self-resolving problem in i think 85 percent of the cases okay well we now want to be 15 percent, but still 85 percent. if we wait long enough and suffer long enough it's going to self-resolve mm-hmm. Not it's a good thing to wait, but it's a, I guess it's a positive thing. On the even more positive note, our usual treatment length is about 10 treatments. That's a very, very safe standard to say that within 10 treatments, and usually it happens significantly earlier, we A, regain full mobility, B, we uh, restore, we reduce practically to none the pain level, and we introduce a stabilizing and progressive exercises that allows the patient to restore to 100% so they don't fall back. Yep. in the near future. Yep. Uh, so, yes, it doesn't take long. It doesn't take much. The treatments are a little extensive. They, they may last uh, up to an hour. Uh, but, again, that's just because there's so much that we need to introduce in one treatment to really be successful and and fast with it uh, but the success rate is very high and uh, I, I think one of the reasons behind it that we do take a very very extensive interest in the background of the problem trying to get to the bottom of the problem as deep as possible and and really target it from inside out okay well there you have it uh, there's hope if you've got uh, frozen shoulder uh, one of the go-to authorities on the subject I'm talking to today, Dr. Arkady Lipnitsky. Uh, RebalanceNYC.com is the website, and very generously you have put up a an ebook on the subject. Of- That's correct. Easy to find. Uh, you can just there's a list of programs under the RebalanceNYC.com. If you go to the Frozen Shoulder Program, that page has the book almost immediately. 
and we'll give you very extensive information on what we just discussed and more. Uh, so uh, again, there's a lot of material out there, but uh, just putting it out from personal experience and uh, dealing with these patients on a daily basis and uh, specializing it. So hopefully it's going to be helpful for somebody. And for others, uh, if you're not local, hopefully you either good luck finding somebody local who does something similar, or you're welcome to come to New York City. It's a beautiful city. Yeah, even if you're from Costa Rica. Oh, they, they fly? <laughs> <laughs> or, or for an additional fee, they can fly you down to Costa Rica with your family and, uh, you know, an all expense paid vacation, and he'll work on you personally. Can definitely be arranged. That can be arranged. <laughs> okay. Thanks for joining us, uh, Arcady. It's nice talking to you. And uh, Thank thanks you. for bringing us up to date. Maybe we'll pick another uh, joint for our uh, discussion uh, in a future uh, Intelligent Medicine podcast. We'll be happy. This is the Intelligent Medicine podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. Ronald Hopp. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant, and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. That's drhoffmanstore.com, drhoffmanstore.com.